God's Meltdown, and today I am joined by... David Ruth. Iron Allies is a very apt name for this band. How excited are you about this killer group and album? Sometimes the stars just all align correctly. Um, you know, I've known Herman for years, but not personally. Okay. We've passed one another on shows, and we've never actually physically met believe it or not, over 35 years. And uh, he reached out to me on uh, Facebook one day and said, you know what, let's try to write some songs together and see what happens. And the outcome is the first two songs, I knew something was there. Yeah, sometimes social media does have its positive sides, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's very true. I can, I, I, you know, I might add a count on my hand of the great experiences, and that's one of them. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Blood In, Blood Out gets released in a month's time. How impatient are you waiting for its release? Crawling the walls, mate. Um, <laughs> I know the, the, you know, the lineup and the guys involved and uh, the response so far has been so great. And I mean, most media that I've done over the last few years when they caught on to this, wanted to only talk about Iron Allies and I wasn't able because of my contract. Yeah. But now I'm free as a bird to, you know, open up about it, I guess. And, and, uh, yeah, I'm stoked. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty happening situation, finally. Yeah, it's a classic metal album. I mean, I've been listening to it a lot. Um, obviously, I know what to expect from it, but what can fans expect from the debut when it does get released? Well, I read a, a comment on the, the second YouTube video, and it was, it was pretty alarming in a, in a way, but very honest. It said, had Reese done this album with uh, real drums, and uh, a better producer on Eat the Heat, this would have been a, a, a huge accept record. And I just kind of laughed to myself because I've always disliked the sound of that record, but I'm proud of it. Yeah. And uh, I always thought songs like Ecstasy and D-Train were the direction we should have gone. Mm -hmm. Albeit, you know, the American influence, let's commercialize the group. Um, how do I describe it? I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's part of that. You know, it's all me. And of course, what better metal guitar player is there in the world, in my opinion, than Herman Frank? I mean, he's he's a riff master. The guy just it's it's shocking that he's not a superstar because of his ability. Yeah, couldn't agree. Know. Absolutely, man. Great riff writer. I mean, he's he's got a great I mean, I tracked the first song, which was uh, one of uh, Reason or something like that, or We Are Legend. And the producer that I worked with just, you know, doing the demos for it, he's not really into that kind of guitar playing. He's a fabulous player himself. And he stopped and he looked at me and said, who's the guitar player on this? And I said, Herman Frank, he goes, man, that dude gets it. You know, it's in the hand, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right, so many bands from the 80s and that are still going strong and um, veterans of the metal scene. What do you put this down to? The rock and roll. There's so many spin-off bands from that era that I think are, are trans it's transparent. People, you know, they know it. Uh, the true metal fans, they, they can hear somebody trying to emulate that. Now, there are some fabulous young bands that deserve a lot of attention that are not getting it, that have created new sounds. But I think the reason it's, it's survived, I guess, is because it was such a great era you know the british invasion number one i mean you know, being an american when you know i was getting those records when i was 19 20 years old i mean we played covers of maiden and uh, priest and, and all that stuff it, it just it took over 
And I think because it's so great, those bands, you know, look at them live. Look at Maiden right now on tour. Look at Priest. Yeah. Look at Firepower. I mean, I mean, they realize, you know, the traditional sound of Judas Priest is Firepower. And then when they came out with that record, even the artwork kind of was resembling, you know, uh, Screaming for Vengeance to me. It had that that whole visual and everything, the sound, it, it just, you know, they know it. And, and that's what the people expect. Well, yeah, it's pro-red classic metal. I love it the bits, mate. Um, so will it be released any more videos before release date in October? Yeah, I, uh, there's one more that we filmed uh, this same weekend that we did uh, Blood In, Blood Out. It would be Destroyers of the Night. Which favorite. is a classic to me, and uh, I'm I'm pushing I'm pushing for a few more actually yeah. to come out. You know, with you know because you know in this weird media world we, and you know everything comes so fast. It seems that records have a lot of legs for about six weeks before and six weeks after, and then it slowly tapers off. So my plan is to really push the record company and the band to to film two more tracks and keep the band out there in the face of everybody. That's absolutely my favorite track. I wasn't going to ask you the usual, which is your favorite track, but that is my favorite track. I'm glad Destroyers. you. I'm glad you love Destroyers. Great, great. Yeah, man. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Do you like um, Blood on the Land? I love all of them. I love all of the tracks, but I think Destroyers of the Night is my favorite. Without Thank that, you. that's what I keep going back to. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's got I mean, the track. Riff, uh, you know, you know, destroyers of the night. I mean, it's great. I like the middle, the middle eight section. You know, da 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 da. da. It's it's got a real melodic vocal line. So I always, I've always loved that song. When I sort of grew up in the eighties and got into metal in eighty one, as new wave of British mm. heavy metal was like at its prime and that. And so yeah. yeah, yeah. It drags me kicking and screaming back to them, but then it drags me forward to now. So it's brilliant. Yeah, it's totally brilliant. Yeah. And I love the album cover. How pleased are you about albums, vinyl records making a big comeback like they are? I'm stoked, man. I've got an old uh, Pioneer turntable yeah. uh, in the in the in my man cave. I've got a Kenwood. I, I saw some new ones. They had like the laser needle. But there's nothing like that needle touching that that vinyl and that crackle and the smell holding it. I mean, you know, there's a limited edition of Iron Allies in white vinyl. And I, I got a few copies of that the other day and black. And, you know, just opening it and, you know, it folds open. And it, it's just like, wow, it's like the old days, you know, because I can't see my hand in front of my face anymore. So a CD, I've got this out. <laughs> I've got a magnifying <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I was looking at your link today for Zoom and I had to like, you know, open it up and do this. And I'm like, really, Sherlock, are you that bad? Bad, you know? isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, it's so good to have vinyl back. And absolutely. Yeah. Um, what would you say, though, has been the most important album that you've ever appeared on career breaking wise? Over my career? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, except ended badly, but I mean, without that album, I wouldn't be speaking to you. Yeah. That was, that was my breakthrough. Um, I'm very proud of it. You know, I was a young buck. I, I, I thought I knew it all and I could sing everything, but you know, during the production, Dieter Dirks, you know, literally stopped and said, you can sing really well, but you don't know what your voice is. And that's my job to find that. So we started 
and I and I took it kind of, you know, like my ego. What do you mean, you know? But as a producer, he he said, "We got to get your identity." And I started to develop it over the nine month period of that writing and recording. I'm very proud of that. And then there's, you know, of course, Bangalore Choir. Right after that, on Target was a pretty powerful record, you know, at the time. And and now, you know, I've done a lot of solo albums that I'm very proud of. You know, they, I I decided. I don't know, four or five years ago, that the band thing was kind of getting redundant. You know, it's impossible to say that you're really a democracy. It's, there's no such thing. There's partnerships, you know, Richard Jagger, Tyler Perry, and Frank Reese. I mean, so when he reached out to me, I knew that if we could tap into something, it would be great. And it is. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm back to the point where I go, yeah, this is an accomplishment. And I'm not bragging, it's just, you know, when you do a record, it, you've probably heard this a million times, you always hear artists say, I could have done that better. Because in this day and age, it's not like the 80s when we wrote the songs in the rooms and then went out and played it before we went into the studio. So when you, you went in the studio, you had a kind of a natural feel with the band of where it was gonna go and how you were gonna sing it. Now you're doing files and stuff yeah. like that. So, but with this record, you know, being together, Herman and I in Hanover, it, you know, it really comes, it shines through like the old days, you know. I mean, obviously, we're still sort of coming out of pandemic and loads of bands are hitting the road at the moment. There seems to be like overload with bands getting out on tour. Mm. So do you sort of plan to get out once the album's released or are you going to leave it to the new year, do you think? Uh, we're, we're, we have a great agency out of Berlin. Um, they have Blind Guardian, Grave Digger, and a bunch of acts, and they're very productive. Right. Um, the interest is very strong. Um, we uh, used uh, Saxon Soundman uh, with Victory and, and Herman stuff, and he actually did sound for me in Hamburg solo a few weeks ago at the Mock Hall in uh, Hamburg, that festival we did. And he, that guy is just amazing. It just I can't wait for the balls of this sound to be presented live. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, obviously the only way to solidify a real rock and roll band is touring. Absolutely. Now, you're inundated right now because they're playing catch up from cancellations. Yeah, exactly. And when I released Blacklist Utopia, I had, I think, 38 shows fall through the holes in about seven days. I had big plans for that record. And then I just stopped reading emails after that first week or so. But yeah, they're 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 right now that we've got a bunch on the table, and I think with the videos out there, the fan response. Now the product is in their hands. Everybody's going, "Oh, this is verifiable," you know, yeah. which helps immensely. That's brilliant. So I hope for the I hope yeah, for we're, we're all done. Yeah. I hope for to get across the water then to UK to the UK. Yeah, I mean, I love playing the UK. I've had great success there. Yeah. Um, I, the, the festival I was at in Hamburg a few weeks ago it was the old crowd from Firefest. I saw many old friends yeah, still yeah. driving hard saying, hey, get back to the UK. I'm like, say when? Yeah, soon as, mate, soon as. Okay, soon so as. who in your eyes then is the ultimate metal god? Well, there's there's a few. I mean, I, obviously, I'm a Rob Halford ultra fan. Um, I Ian Gillen. Um, I mean, we're all getting older. I mean, you hear it, but um, those guys, 
with the guys that I glued my ear to, Alice, Alice Cooper, um, and of course the great Freddie Mercury. And then I have to say overall, my favorite singer in rock and roll is Paul Rogers. Right. He, I try to, I try to emulate that guy, and I'm telling you, it's just such a natural gift he has. I can sing like his range and everything, but there's just something about that guy that it's timeless. I mean, you, you know, it's like Lou Graham from Foreigner. I mean, that's the most perfect rock radio voice that I've ever hit. I thought. Yeah. You know. Okay, so if one of the tracks from the album could appear on a TV or film. Oh, God. Well, for the Sabbathy kind of dirgy thing we did, Martyrs Burn might be a good war backtrack. I mean, that's, you know, it's about the Blitzkrieg over London. You know, I'm, I'm kind of a war buff, you know, history buff. And the lyrics pretty much explain about, you know, pull up the chair and, you know, watch the, the party in the sky as most of the English did, you know, oh, they're fighting again tonight. I mean, it, um, <laughs> Selling out might be a good one. It's fast, but you know, there's also the, the track "Evil the Gun," which is basically a gun talking to the humans, going, "You know, I'm a mechanism. I'm a machine. You know, there's so much going on in America, especially about gun violence, and yeah. the, the problem is so far beyond that that you know, a gun doesn't say, you know, "Hey, pick me up. I got to kill this guy or shoot these people." So it's the lyric is basically the gun talking back to humanity you know it's the one behind the trigger that might be a good one uh destroyers of the night i mean i could see that in a, a horror movie or you know yeah i think so absolutely it's you know and that's the thing about the album you I know mean, I, I love all the songs i mean i listen to it pretty often and yeah. every time i listen to it i find one that i like better than the other it's you know and that's a good problem for me you know <laughs> absolutely yeah I mean, I've got to try and review it somehow without just like saying 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. Mate. Uh, we should check out Blood In, Blood Out. The single or the record? The whole album. You've got Herman Frank and David Reese. You've got Francesco Giovino on drums. He's the monster. He lives like 30 minutes from here in Italy. And Malta on bass, who I've toured with endlessly. Um, and then Michael Pizan on rhythm. I mean, you've got five ingredients that created a great, a great record. And, and if you're a metal enthusiast and that's what you want, that's what this album is. And I think we, we got that. I mean, it, it happened. And the response has been exactly that. And, um, yeah, that, that would be it. I mean, I just, I just, I hope people embrace it and, and uh, you know, feel as strongly as I do about it. And it's a real band. I mean, Herman and I know that the chemistry is is right together. And I think he kind of saw that, you know, watching me on online and I knew that about him. And, you know, it's, it's ironic that we have more accept members in my band and so does Udo than actually accept us. Now everybody kind of laughs about it. It's like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I mean, we got Baltus with Udo right now. You got me and Herman together. It's it's strange. This whole family is never ending connection. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Okay, then. So, can you give me four words to describe Iron Allies? Balls, melody, crunching riffs, 
and lyrics that are not your cliche baby baby whoa whoa i try to i try to write lyrics that have a message um without being too you know dave um i try to look at it so everything is subjective you know like, like evil the gun you could say well it doesn't mean that to me uh, it means this to me and when people say that stuff to me i go hmm that's cool you know truth never mattered cool you get what i'm saying you know they say well i think of it this way but that would be the four most i don't know what the, the word is how i would explain it you know that's good Okay, what would you like your legacy to be in years to come? Well, that I lived a healthy life, that I did the best that I could in every aspect of what I do. I mean, I've, I've sobered up four years now, September 4th. That was a real ball and chain in my life uh, that I finally got over, alcoholism. Wow, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah I was, it was the worst, the worst sneaky little bastard that followed me around for years that I thought I needed. And uh, one day uh, the voice said, you don't need it. And I would like to remember that I perform as best I can, you know, um, and now I'm not, I don't care. I mean, there's so many great singers, you know, there's respect. I'm not looking for that. I just, you know, maybe appreciation, um, you know, but I'm, I don't quit. I mean, it's in my DNA. I mean, I, I'm 62 years old and uh, I've done this a long time and I still don't feel vocally that I'm finished where some guys are and they should kind of give it up. And, uh, you know, I just would like to be remembered that, you know, I gave everything that I had, I, I guess. I, the same as Herman. I mean, look at, look at what he's done. I mean, and the rest of the guys, yeah. we're all dogs, you know, in this business, but we're young at heart, you know, and I think music actually does that for us. I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, get my mind off of all this other crazy shit that I have to do, yeah. you know. Couldn't agree more, honestly, I'm with you, man. Thank you. Okay. Um, I want to congratulate you on your sobriety, though. For me, it's been a year now. So, yeah, it's hard. Oh, it's hard. really? It's hard. Yeah, it's hard Fabulous. Work. It is hard work. It really is. You know, it's weird. I, I've, I have dreams occasionally when, when things get really stressed out and, and they're going wonky. I'll have these dreams that I'm back in Montana on the ranch and I've got a cold one in my hand and I'm looking at the sunrise and I'm like, what the hell is that? And then I realized that I dreamt about it because I'm, something's not going really well. And that's that little monster creeping into your head. So if you can fight him off and just as a routine, just not today, not today, it gets easier. Absolutely. Um, Thank you so much for your time today. It's been an honor to chat to you. Do you have any final words? My deepest heartfelt thank you to all the people in the UK and around the world that have, have stood behind me. I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing fan stuff the last three days um, with some records that I did during the COVID lockdown. I, I actually, it kind of contradicts what I said. I, I was blessed to be asked, everybody was bored and we're calling me, will you sing on my record? Would you want to do a project? So. I got to eat and keep the lights on in the house. Um, so the, the, the amount of messages that I'm getting right now and, and outpouring of love for the record, Iron Allies, it, it just it just makes it all worth it. And, you know, AFM, you know, I've always wanted to be on the label. They, you know, we've just kind of never connected. And then meeting with everybody there and hearing them say the same things about me and, and that they're proud of it. And 
you know, I think it's it's a good winning combination. So yeah, and I think it's without the fans, I mean, I wouldn't be talking to you. Yeah. That's the fact. 